Hello and welcome to Into the Mystic podcast. I have a special guest today. Trista Geddes is in the house and she's going to chat with us about her experience at Vipassana. Hello everybody. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So perhaps share with us now um, what is Vipassana? All right. Um, so Vipassana is a 10-day silent meditation retreat and the intention of it is to kind of truly see things as they are. So you strip away everything, every comfort, um, kind of everything that you know about our modern way of life. So you're in a facility and you are meditating from um, 4 a.m. in the morning till about 8 p.m. at night. So you're meditating for about 12 hours a day in different groupings. But one of the most um, dynamic parts about it is that there is no talking um, and there's no interaction with other human beings. So it is truly a journey inwards, um, of a journey of self-observation, of purification. So another element of the Vipassana is you're actually fasting for 18 hours a day. So you're really just stripping away everything that you know to be true um, with the intention of moving you deeper into this state of self um, self-actualization cool yeah. <laughs> and so what was it that drew you to vipassana um the biggest thing that was a draw for vipassana for me was uh, oh, I, I think for me it was A, challenging myself to do it because when you have no clue what something is going to be like, yeah, it, for me it was just the challenge. It was the unknown but also I had had done a lot of research and, you know, spoken to a bunch of people who had done it before. And it just seemed to be like the next, um, the next step in the meditation journey. So I've, I've had a meditation, um, a very fluid meditation practice. Um, sometimes I've been super in it, meditating twice a day. And then there's been months where I've fallen out of it. So I, I knew the power of meditation and how, you know, the quieter you become, the more you hear. And so I was just really craving, um, craving more of a shedding mm -hmm. within myself. Um, yeah. So can I pry a little deeper into your experience? Yes. Um, what were some of the things that came up for you during the Vipassana, like that you came home um, and you made a change or, you know, did you have any big aha moments on your journey? Yeah, I think the biggest aha moment for me was 
um, just the mental turmoil that we put ourselves through with our thoughts. Um, some of the most, yeah, just powerful meditations that I had at Vipassana were moments when you're, you, you recognize how much your thoughts are feeding your physical body and how much you can literally manifest in your physical form. And to give you an example, um, there was one particular meditation and you're sitting for hours and hours a day so your physical body becomes sore and tight and they, um, they, they, they ask you not to do any sort of movement other than some light walkings on, on breaks that you have. And I think that the biggest reason for that is they almost want stagnant energy. So they don't want you to cultivate too much fire within you. Same thing with the, um, the fasting element. So you stop eating at 11 a.m. and you don't eat again until 6, um, 6 a.m. the next day. So there's nothing for like... You, you start to dissolve any cravings and any aversions that, that you start to have. Um, but circling back to the example that I was, was using, there was one, one, um, one, one, one meditation in particular, and my hip was just bothering me, and it was so painful. And I was sitting there being like, how hell am I going to make it through two more hours of this and I was feeding that and I was just feeding it feeding it feeding it and then I had this moment where I was like stop putting you know putting Interesting. putting water on it and heating it and shift that and so I kind of I went through this process of experiencing my physical ailment disintegrate and it was a really powerful moment because it, it just enables you to to recognize how powerful the mind is and that that connection of mind body soul being the same mm -hmm. you know there's there's no separation and that kind of loops into the the second sort of biggest takeaway in that we are literally all one like everybody when they are experiencing anger it's resonating in their body in the same way that you're experiencing anger and mm -hmm. same with happiness and sadness and I think sometimes we live in a world where we um, we divide one another and at the end of the day we're all, literally all the same and when you're you know in in a hall with 44 people all going through you know not necessarily the same experience but you're like you know you're moving through the same journey it just really highlights um, yeah just the, the collective one, the collective and just the oneness um, which therein made me feel a lot more rooted in both self-love um, and compassion, you know, and just 
you know, even self-compassion, right? Like there, there was times where I'd be like, you know, stay, 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 because there's this, you know, there's this expectation like, oh, I'm doing a Vipassana. I have to, you know, I have to stay in it the whole time and I'll let myself down if I don't. Um, but as the days progressed and I started to dissolve those heavy expectations that I had of myself, the process was like, it, it just started to, to evolve at, you know, so, like I, the moment, and it, it's so true. It's like everything, you know, if you force it, it's not like the square is not going to fit in the round hole. If you let it flow over time, it's going to erode and it is going to fit. Mm -hmm. So it was, yeah, it was, it was probably the biggest lesson is, you know, just like sometimes let it be too, yeah. right? Like you don't have to feed 10,000 thoughts into your right hip killing. If you stop feeding it, it dissolves and that physical pain like actually goes away. Interesting, um, yeah. And then so you've, you've, you, it's almost like the, the synapses connect and you're like, oh wow, okay. I think that's a really powerful message the planet right now because it feels like people are always trying to intellectualize and solve and um you know we're, we're in our we're so caught in our minds right now globally mm -hmm. um that this masculine energy of doing um you know, it's it's really needing to to surrender and to tap into that more fluid like we're we're kinking our hose right now <laughs> um with all of our obsessive thoughts about you know the pandemic and so the medicine it just feels like i'm connecting some dots here when you're talking um is that it's really a time for us to deeply listen inward and to start to shed back all those those old layers of mm -hmm. thinking and doing that are not s solution oriented it's not really creating a positive solution mm -hmm. just, that's sort of what my feeling on right now is um the potency of allowing those layers to shed away mm -hmm. well and, and the potency of the pause right like the sacred pause in just as you said like you don't have to right now in particular like you we're not necessarily doing anything we're being forced into a state of being mm -hmm. um and you know there is so much power in stillness it is is something um that is also probably the hardest thing to do because as you said you know we're such a yang world it's go 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 it's move 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 so to be still is pretty unfamiliar for us um, but the, the 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 light within a pause is unbelievable mm -hmm. um, and i i know that it is like the everest of of meditation and it you know even for me at the at the, the first couple years that I had heard about it, I was like, well, I would never do that um, because like I'm going to go 10 days without my phone. I'm going to go 10 days without talking to my loved ones. 
um, but it's the most profound thing to do right. to just set aside that time and go through the trenches and yeah find you know shatter yourself into a million pieces and then put the puzzle back together and yeah just kind of smile that you know you can do literally anything you set your mind to mm. even if it just means sitting <laughs> I love that um another question I have is about you know talking to people in conversations um I could imagine that you have a new perspective or a much different perspective on the types of conversations that you had prior to Vipassana or just witnessing um, what that was like for you coming out of it and you know not talking for 10 days and mm -hmm. what the experience was like talking again it was it was intense coming coming back um, into you know, the, the world as we know it. They even, on the very last day, they have what's called the shock absorption day where you're able to integrate with a little bit with some of the people that are there because it's incredibly jarring to both your senses um, but also just like your experience because you, you haven't we, we seek so much, um, you know, one of the one of the things that I found challenging, not so much not talking to people, was not making eye contact and like engaging with people in any way because they like you to honor noble silence. So it's essentially like no eye contact, no touching, no no language, nothing. And I didn't particularly understand it at first. And I was like, okay, that seems a little extreme. But it, sh it, it really highlighted like how much we seek outwardly. Um, because, you know, there were days where you were just like, oh, I just want to like catch, you know, catch somebody's eye because you want to have that human connection but then it it again is drawing you into the macro world and into the external um so coming back into the the speaking the very busy um chaotic world that we live in yeah it was it was quite jarring and i found that the things that i would i was a lot more thoughtful in when i was speaking and I spoke less um, and I, I observed a lot more and I bore witness to things more so because I can be like super fiery and you know be down for a good debate um, particularly if it's you know some someone that's got a polar uh, polar view to me <laughs> um, but I found myself yeah that weaving in that both compassion for another person but also just like less is more and you know again the quieter you become the more you're able to hear mm -hmm. and yeah that that was kind of my experience and even now I find sometimes I'll almost be experiencing myself in like a 30,000 foot view and and 
almost separate from my body if I you know if I've gone through um, like a deep meditation or you know done some healing work I, I find I'm almost you know I've almost pulled myself out of just viewing myself in the physical That's realm cool. like you have a, a more vast perspective on your life are able to almost as if you're able to you know analyze and innovate greater solutions from less of a place of reaction and more of a place of that stillness mm-hmm. yeah um so in closing do you have any advice for anyone yogis or people that are interested in vipassana if you give them a little nugget of wisdom that you know they could take with them I think that I would say go for it a lot of times we can yeah we can work too much in the the planning of things or the thought of things um, and the fear of things and I say if it's something that you know sparks a little bit of a fire in your belly of curiosity do it you know there's never going to be the right time or the right place um until you do it and i think that you know really it's it's simply the observation and concentration of breath which is our life force our vitality right but um, yeah, not something that we usually spend too much time focusing in on. And yeah, I just say do it. <laughs> it's for everybody. Like there mm-hmm. was, um, you know, there was the, there was a 75 year old lady named Honor who was doing it. There was a 22 year old man like it, it kind of draws from all walks of life because it is yeah it's just one of those experiences where you just won't walk out the same mm-hmm. cool that's so inspiring thank you so much for sharing with us today it's yeah an honor thank you and um trista is also one of our co-faculty at the 200 hour into the mystic yoga teacher training so feel free to reach out with any questions stay connected and sending you all so much love namaste namaste